0: finally accomplished everything from crying in this very same octagon last year almost a year to the day, to becoming the UFC heavyweight champion Joe! It is the most amazing thing I've ever experienced Now Joe, let me get this microphone for a second Hey! Listen to DC! Listen to DC! There's a guy that I've known for a long time he's a wrestler he's an all-american he's a former ufc champion i never thought i would fight him but brock lesnar get your ass in here oh, oh, oh.
1: I walked into this building and watched the heavyweight disasters from the beginning. the a piece of s**t. Miocic's a piece of shit. DC!
0: I'm coming for you! Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of Just What the Internet Needed More Of. That's right, it's a wrestling podcast. It's another wrestling podcast. It is called Top Marks. It's another wrestling podcast called Top Marks. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is the janitor himself. He's cleaning up the messes of the masses, Josh Custodio! And Justin,
1: this is no ordinary episode of Top Marks. This is an extraordinary one. It's a very big dick energy version of Top Marks.
0: Yeah, uh, I I mean, it's, uh, I guess in some ways it's a mystery dick energy (laughs) episode of (laughs) the show for me. Yeah. uh, Because I just realized as I was doing the intro, I am literally flying blind into this show. Yeah. I don't even know what our rounds are about.
1: That's exciting. I
0: literally know nothing about what the next hour and a half has in store. So folks, I just like you, except I'm talking and you're listening, <laughs> but we're is- going to discover it all together, and I'm excited to go along for the ride. It is
1: so fun to have someone along for the ride who doesn't know what's going on, but Justin, I'm going to tell you what's going on. This is a podcast called Top Marks, where every week we talk about the... One, two, three! Biggest topics in the world of wrestling. For how long, Justin? A maximum of 15 minutes at a time. What is that the exact length of again? A WCW television title match. Right you are, my friend, as always. Justin, our three rounds this week are in round number one. You know the uh, universal champion, uh, Brock Lesnar? I'm aware of the fellow. We talked about him a couple weeks. We had some things to say. Yeah. Mostly disparaging. Yeah,
0: I especially talked about how disinterested I was in work- seeing him work another UFC match.
1: <laughs> well, I have some terrible news for you and maybe for listeners who shared that opinion because this was a very uh, polarizing moment, I think, as he showed up on Saturday night to UFC 226. Yes. Uh, and partook in the post-fight antics, which we'll dive all into for the 15 minutes. And then around round numbers two and three, Justin, we're going to take 15 minutes and... Uh, Sort of ex- preview the Extreme Rules pay-per-view this Sunday. The first round we'll do Raw. The second round we'll do SmackDown. Ah, How does interesting. That what do you think of that?
0: Yeah, I think that sounds about right in terms of what's coming up this weekend and what happened last weekend.
1: <laughs> it does seem like the perfect combinations of a weekend sandwich. It
0: does indeed. And you know what? I do like this like flying blind thing because oh. uh, I have to I have to really be true to myself. Yes. You know? Like I, I have put in no preparation whatsoever <laughs> into what I'm going to say about any of these things because I didn't even know what we were going to talk about, though I think I had to assume on some level we would be talking about Brock and the UFC and Extreme Rules. But I just want to say that uh, you know I, I'm not trying to break kayfabe okay. and peek behind the curtain Don't do of it. the show right now. Protect the business. What I'm trying to do is tell the folks at home – that it's still real to me, damn it! Because as you
1: can tell, there's <laughs> yeah. no curtain to peek behind. I don't even know what's happening. This is—I mean, there, 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 if there is a curtain, it's like a clear shower curtain. Like it's a little blurred, exactly. but you can mostly see what's going on. Uh, Justin, in terms of Top Marks, you know, a show that I think we both love. Uh, do you know where you can go to get more of that Top Marks content?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. Because
1: you're a man who doesn't know anything about this this sort of. Yeah,
0: no. You know what? I, it's because. I've been putting so much focus lately into Bonus Marks. That's right. uh, Which is, of course, uh, our Patreon uh, bonus show that you can find over at patreon.com slash top marks. That's right,
1: and within the c- next couple weeks, uh, you'll hear our review of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view. Yeah, which, as we said last week, I am
0: really looking forward to watching. It's
1: going to be nice to, to do something that I'm looking forward to, because uh, the back catalog is available up there, and the last two months, speaking of was not excited to watch, we did uh, <laughs> Tournament of Death 17. Hey, uh, you were
0: excited to watch that. You I lie about that. That is 100% You, you were really excited for that. I was fired that. up. Uh,
1: as well as uh, WCW's Vancouver pay-per-view, New Blood Rising, which, available. you
0: know, I will say had some kitchen appeal to me, Mm. but uh, proved to be a (laughs) quite an interminable slog to get through. But, like, as I said last week, this is a big pay-per-view for me, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Sure. This is, and as I said before, I definitely have memories of watching wrestling before this. Right. But the first time that I ever, like, set my VCR... To tape Raw for the entirety of its program and watched it uh, probably maybe a little bit the night of, but mostly mm-hmm. like before school the next day, um, was the uh, Fallout show, the Raw from after St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So I have never seen St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but what I have seen is still images
1: photographs
0: <laughs> black and white
1: photos possible Do you remember how they were the pictures? Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I think Paul White like burst out of the floor. Oh, you do remember. Uh, that was a big thing cuz that was the big the big news uh. item. Yeah, and they were like he's here. They did They. I don't think they were calling him the Big Show. At no, that I think point. it was they just, Paul just White. calling him Paul. White. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Paul correct. White is here. It's unbelievable.
1: He is weird to think of as a Paul, isn't he? Big Show.
0: Uh, yeah. He. It's his name to bear, though. <laughs> he is the Paul Bear.
1: Oh boy, I saw that. <laughs> did I ever see that one coming? <laughs> Justin, is there anything else we need to touch off uh, here on the top of the show? Um,
0: no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, you know, it's just. You know, if last week was Good Brother Falls in Love. Oh,
1: man. That was a fun question. Then
0: this week is kind of uh, Good Brother uh, feels a little glum. And I I will say, I've had this to look forward to all day long. Yes. Okay. So uh, it's been a downer day for me. Uh, But it can only pick up from here. I'm going to do... Uh, an episode of my favorite show yes! with my favorite co-host. Yes! And then, then go to my favorite restaurant for an early birthday dinner. Oh, where are you going for, for dinner? Nam Pan in Chinatown. Oh, man. You, you know, don't need to tell me about yeah, Nam Pan. You getting the Cambodian. fried legs? Oh, yeah.
1: Frog's legs. Oh, Love Lord. those frog's legs. What are you going to get for the main? Uh, I'm not sure. They've got I'll, a yellow curry there that'll change I, your bum their, life.
0: Their beef look-lack is fantastic oh, as well. That
1: um, place, do you have reservations?
0: Uh, no. Right. I'm, uh, I'm just going to go early and put our name on the list. That's going to be an amazing meal. Yeah, so, That's my birthday is next Tuesday. That's right. Well, I knew uh, that. Yeah, of course. Uh,
1: Can I can I reveal something about your birthday right now that has failed? Sure. Uh, I was, I was going to save this for the birthday episode we do next week, but I got the email back yesterday, so I figured it's, it's fresh on my mind. Justin, I sent away to Ken Shamrock to try and get him to send you a video last month to wish you a happy birthday because this is a thing he does through his website is you can pay to get – he can leave your voicemail message or he'll like send a video, a 60-second video saying whatever you want. Yeah. So I sent this request away to the world's most dangerous man uh, last, I think, longer than a month ago, to be honest. Maybe like five, six weeks ago. I'm like, oh, this would be a great birthday gift. I'll show Justin on air. Ken Shamrock wishing you a happy birthday. This would be great.
0: I'm already thrilled, and it's not even happening. Well, don't
1: worry. It's a tremendous disappointment, because I finally get an email back yesterday night from his manager saying he's too busy to do this video. He's too booked up. But they did. He's got too many birthdays. They did refund my money. Do do you want to take a stab at how much it costs to get Ken Shamrock to make a 60-second video? Is it $100? Less. Or
0: is it $75? Less. Is it $50? For
1: 50 bucks, you could get Ken Shamrock to make a video. So I was very disappointed. I thought that might have been uh, a fun thing.
0: Yeah, dude, that would have been... I, I appreciate the thought, though. Yeah. Like, I was thrilled just... You saw the look on my face <laughs> you as you were explaining your little plan there. I
1: should have uh, led with, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and I knew
0: that. You did lead with that, bud. okay. I good. was fully aware, oh. but I was like, maybe... He's tricking me I'm I not remember. I have, There's no Maybe trick there's some sort of Birthday surprise Still in the hop The double know?
1: turn The double turn is not coming but Unfortunately he, But he got
0: like Chuck Liddell To do it instead
1: <laughs> Yeah you're a big Chuck Liddell guy yeah. oh, I
0: couldn't get The world's most dangerous man So I got the world's uh, uh, Ice man
1: instead. <laughs> The world's least necessary <laughs> Exiting retirement <laughs> And speaking of unnecessary Why don't we jump in To, to round, round Number one, one. Round One, fight! B-b-
0: breaking news, Josh. Justin,
1: two weeks in a row, we are about to jump into a round. Uh, I checked Twitter, and we have breaking news. Yeah,
0: except this time, I don't know what the breaking news is. That's
1: right; it's a role reversal from last week. Yeah. This isn't a huge thing. We're doing thing. the
0: old switcheroo. Hey, the old
1: bait and switch is what I call that yes. one. Yeah. I'm a master of the bait and switch. That's uh, that's me, <laughs> uh, Justin. Uh, this not the world's biggest news, but worth bringing up on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ring of Honor, in fact, getting into Madison Square Garden. For a joint card with New Japan Pro Wrestling, the G1 Supercard.
0: And when is that happening?
1: I'm just pulling that up now on there. It's somehow not in the uh, the photo of the press release.
0: Did we talk about this on the show, or was this something that we talked about? It was on the show about them getting shut out. But like the idea that like you know WWE thinks that they can push around Ring of Honor because they're this small company. But the, yeah. the, the people who made the announcement that Ring of Honor wanted to work Madison Square Garden was not Ring of Honor. Well, who was it? It was the president of Sinclair Broadcasting. And Sinclair Broadcasting Group is an enormous a company. a big stick. We and did if talk about if Vince McMahon this. wants yeah. to start
1: trouble with Sinclair, he's going to lose. Which is uh, maybe why this has happened. Uh, I'll say this. It's uh, April 6, 2019. Uh, the names that are announced are Okada, Tanahashi, Naito, and all of the top Ring of Honor stars, in quotes.
0: Cool. So there you go. Which means they don't know who's still going to be with the company at that <laughs> That's point. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, so are we going to New York next year? Uh, I don't know. depends on how my Chicago
1: trip goes, I guess. Right. Anyway, yeah. we can uh, hop on over into uh, round number... Oh, wait. I guess we've got to do it again.
0: Yeah, we have to hop on over into round <laughs> number one. Round,
1: round one. Fight! <laughs> Justin, let me set the stage for you, as I know you were not watching UFC 226 live, correct? Correct. Uh, Daniel Cormier, current UFC light heavyweight champion, goes up a weight class to fight the, the most defending heavyweight champion in UFC history, a gentleman named Stipe Miosic. He knocks him unconscious in, I think, two and a half minutes in a fight that he was losing, but uh, puts him out in the wins or what matter. Uh, Daniel Cormier is giving his post-fight speech... S- Spots Brock Lesnar in the crowd. It comes out later that he'd actually seen him backstage earlier in the night, so he knew that he was in the building. Brock Lesnar comes into the stage, and I or into the octagon, and I think you know what happens next.
0: Yeah, can I say something first? Please. I don't believe that for a second. Which part? The, the part where it's like, well, he saw Brock backstage, mm. which is why he did this. No, I think, like, it's a work. It's yeah? A, this, everything that happened after the fight, I think both Miocic and... Cormier, we're both told wow. no matter what happens here, the unified champion will face Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, I think that there is a very good chance that that's part. I think everything up until, and I'll reveal what happens here, Brock Lesnar shoves him is a work. I think that it was pretty determined that Brock was going to come into the octagon, and DC was probably expecting a face-off, something mm-hmm. of that, right? Uh, but when Brock comes in and full power, two-hand shoves him, The look on Daniel Cormier and the commission's faces tell me that uh, this escalation was not... No, but this is still a work, though. Go ahead. Because if you are the UFC and you're going to do a pull-apart
0: in the ring with Brock Lesnar and Daniel Cormier, Mm -hmm. there's only four people in there to do a pull-apart, and that's Dana White... Joe Rogan and two scrawny looking fucking security guards who look like the kind of guys that would be sent out to the ring as like local indie talent in a WWE pull apart, <laughs> who would then get like tombstone for trying to keep the guys apart. Well, I, you know, like. I, but it's not true. But what's not true?
1: Of that. Uh, DC's entire team is I in guess, the Octagon yes, there are yes, other is in as is steep But like in between people. them,
0: in between them, sure. it's just those four people. Yeah, that's true. And now. Can those four people really reasonably separate Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar if they wanted to get at each other? No. Absolutely not. So.
1: It's a work. You
0: think it's that a, Daniel a, Cormier a, knew
1: Brock Lesnar was going to shove him? No, I don't think that.
0: Oh, but okay. I also think that there's things that happen in WWE all the time where one of the people doesn't necessarily yeah. know everything that's going to happen to them.
1: Let's get on the same page here because I think we actually agree, but we're just coming at it maybe from different angles here. Okay. Uh, I think that D- Daniel Cormier especially – if you knew Stipe Miocic, I think you might not think as much on that side because he's – pretty uninterested in all the promotion and anything to do with anything. Like yeah. He's a very flat, removed guy from the business, hence why he's the heavyweight champion who's yeah. not a draw. Uh, but I think Daniel Cormier, noted pro wrestling fan, at multiple WrestleManias, loves Seth Rollins. Like, I think his jowls were raring to go. As soon as he won that fight and he knew Brock Lesnar was there, and Brock was there, obviously, to go into the octagon. I think up like all of that is predetermined. But both of those guys, like even if Mjocic
0: is a fucking idiot. Sure. Like even <laughs> <if> <laughs> I he's I didn't say that. Even if he's dumber than a sack of hammers, <laughs> yeah. even if he's like a mute. Yeah. Even if like <laughs> you try you put a microphone in front of him and he just drools all over. He him, does. No matter how dumb or <laughs> silent or res- Deserved he might be. Yeah. Both of those guys look at Brock Lesnar and see money. Of course. Because yeah. that's all UFC
1: season Brock Lesnar also. Well, not only money, an easy fight for both of those is guys. Is
0: Brock Lesnar getting a shot at the unified championships in the UFC because he is a deserving competitor?
1: No. He's also he to be clear, it's not a unified belt. Oh, it's both. D C holds both concurrently. Like yeah. he goes yeah. and defends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's sorry. This no is problem. I, yeah.
0: But like if if Cormier had lost, would Miocic have won his title? No, no, no. Oh, the okay. light heavyweight
1: title was not on the line. Okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I was, misunderstood. He I've... was just challenging. He entered first, wore the white shorts, the non-champion shorts for yes. the first time. Very interesting. Yes, um, um, but yeah. Uh,
0: is Brock Lesnar getting this title shot because he no. is the deserving challenger? No, absolutely not. Not merit-based. No. Not on, on merit.
1: Not at all. Although uh, in terms of timing, now is better. That there isn't like a clear-cut guy. So there is this, like you could say Curtis Blades, but he's sort of a nobody. So like if ever yes. you were gonna insert someone, the timing is. But right. if
0: you were to go on like merit, if you were to go on like mm. fighter rankings on like, <laughs> no, <laughs> who's coming up and has the results on their side? Certainly like, not.
1: Yeah. No. The re- his like, last match was a no contest
0: exactly no well it was it a no contest or was it just an outright loss because they stripped him of his win
1: on the on the sh- sheets i guess as you'd say it's a no contest
0: okay well it seems unfair to mark hunt that he i agree. would not get the win
1: as the world's mo- biggest mark hunt fan i couldn't agree with you yeah more.
0: How, <laughs> how is that possible that like a guy is popped for doping and stripped of his win for cheating and the guy who lost to a cheater is Still takes the loss.
1: Well, they both get the no contest. But that's it's, still not right. They just treat it as if it never happened. That's I right. agree. Overturn it to a win. I'm exactly. with you. But the the rules are as they Regardless, are. Regardless, this is this is
0: his last result. Yeah. And. This is quite a long time ago now, as well. He's only sure. getting this because he is a draw. They only keep going back to him because he is a draw. Because they just spent four billion dollars <laughs> acquiring yep. the UFC, and they need to make money off of it. And the only real certified star draws that they had, like I'm sure there are other guys. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Miocic and
1: Cormier and Nope, no, not nope, not at Here's all. Here's the stars that they could currently draw yeah. from: Brock Lesnar, George St. Pierre, John Jones. Yes. And Conor if he comes back. This is back. what I was going to say. Conor McGregor
0: is gone. That's John it. Jones is an idiot yeah. and keeps getting banned. Ronda Rousey is gone. Ronda Rousey has left. Like, GSP is injured. GSP is only injured but also old and like didn't <laughs> need to come back in the first place. Like That was probably a mistake. Hey, he won. Yes. He's the champ.
1: Well, well, he gave up the belt yeah, pretty quickly. Champ of my heart. Actually, I don't like GSP. That yeah,
0: much. He, is, he is the champ in much the same way that Finn Balor is the universal champion. <laughs> um, like, the only reason this is happening is because of money. So, yes. of course, like, of course they should be excited to face Brock Lesnar. Like you said, it's an easy fight, and it's a huge payday. Yeah. Did Conor McGregor really want to fight Floyd Mayweather because no. he wanted the fight? No, he of wanted not. the money. That's right. So that's all this is, and it's a work. It's the, like literally, it's a, it's more wrestling than wrestling. And I think oh. the, the irony of it is that the reason it's going to sell so much, the reason that this might be the biggest selling show of all time, and it certainly won't. in the top five, it'll be
1: in the top ten for sure. Um, Do you think it's bigger than a Connor fight? I don't get that sense. I'm
0: not sure, but. It, Actually, like I, I'm pretty fired up for okay, it. Okay, cool. I want to hear more and, about and that. Two weeks ago, I literally said I have no interest in Brock. Fight ever again. <laughs> yeah, here's why I'm interested, though. Yeah, go ahead. You were going up against the guy with like one of the greatest knockout fighters in, in like combat. Steve Aamuelcich. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh no, yeah. no, 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 Cormier.
1: Uh, not really, no. Like punching power, he's pretty fucking good. Nope. No? No, he's pillow hands. At heavyweight, he's better, for sure. But he's spent most of his career at light heavyweight. He hasn't knocked out anyone. Okay. Uh, but he's an, an Olympic wrestler, like an unbelievable. He far outmatches Brock in the wrestling department. Regardless. I want to see Brock get
0: his ass kicked.
1: You're going to get that. That's why I'm going
0: to pay to watch it. (laughs) And you know why I want to see Brock get his ass kicked? Because you hate him. Because I hate him. (laughs) And
1: you know why I hate him? Why? Because of wrestling. Yeah. Not because of UFC. Yeah. Nothing to do with UFC. So let me ask you this, JMO, because this was a question on the radio show I was listening to today, and I think it's a really interesting question. Okay. Uh, I heard some, some... From some pro wrestling fans, what a sentence, who said that they are not interested. Brock is of no interest to them. They're not going to buy because they don't like him. I think they're full of shit. I think the wrestling fans are more eager for this match than they were to see him return at 200 against Mark Hunt.
0: Absolutely. I think
1: people, certainly you and I, are so fucking sore in attitude about this guy that watching Daniel Cormier pick him up and drop him on his damn head is going to be amazing. This
0: is what I'm saying. WWE and Vince McMahon have spent the last three years trying to get us to hate Brock Lesnar. And who's going to cash in on him? Because (laughs) he's a lazy piece of shit. Because he's a satellite champion. He doesn't show up for work. Because he's... Like, all of these reasons that they have resented us over the last couple years for us to go from loving this guy as a spectacle attraction to hating his guts. I drunkenly screamed about (laughs) him on this program for upwards of 20 minutes after WrestleMania (laughs) because I fucking hate him. And, like, these are the people who want to see him get his ass kicked. W- yeah, Vince has built this guy up into a massive heel,
1: and he's not going to see <laughs> any of the money it's so- for, like, the actual payoff of that build. I know this sounds obvious, but I suppose it was just painted, and maybe lots of people knew this before, but I guess it was painted to be clear for me on Saturday, me, the big dummy. Mm-hmm. It is the whole, oh, in wrestling, you have to cheer for this guy to lose – Knowing that it's predetermined loses a little bit of that, I think. I think it's a little trickier to be like, I really don't want this guy, I want him to take the pin. Like, that That can get there, certainly with Tommaso Ciampa, something like that. But th- the combination of that and actually getting their ass kicked, there's something so much more appealing about it in the MMA space. I mean, it's it's undeniable. Like, Brock Lesnar is probably on his way out, and I wonder what you think of this. Is he going to eat the pin from Rome in one, two, three at SummerSlam? Do you think that happens? <sighs> Yeah. I still don't see it. No? No, I I, I see well, Braun. has got to lose to somebody. I think the Braun involvement. I, I think Vince McMahon is tied to, like, Brock Lesnar in a weird way at this point. No,
0: like, what was the point of anything that happened with Brock for the last three years? You got me. Four years, five maybe, yep. if he doesn't eat a pin at some point.
1: But does it even christen Roman Reigns at this point?
0: No. <laughs>
1: like, so, I, I don't know. Like I don't, Do you feel if Roman Reigns... no,
0: Re- no. That's just it. Is like it's a waste to it's give it to w- Roman. Yeah, that's right. But you have to give it to someone. I agree. You can't. You can't say, "Well, this isn't going to work for Roman, so let's not do it for anybody at all." Oh no! Like it should go to Seth. It should go to Finn. It should go to no. like you're like wrong. The, no, it should
1: go to Daniel Bryan. Yes, so that's who it should yes. go to. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. But like. You can't just take it off the table because it doesn't work for the guy you want it I for. Agree. I agree.
1: I, but I just don't see Roman Reigns hitting with the spear one, two, three at SummerSlam. I don't. Uh, which is maybe insane at this point, but I feel like they must know that, that even he's not the guy in this instance. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
0: I kind of thought that uh, he would be around for a little while, and and yeah. I, we had John Pollock on our radio show on Monday morning. Oh, that's right, Monday yeah, morning. congratulations. Uh, thank you, uh, and John talked about the fact that if this fight is going to happen, which it definitely is going to. Uh, it, I think
1: it's a little more in the air than other people do.
0: It's, it's going to have to wait until like January February, 8th. basically. Yeah, he's
1: not clear until January 8th, and that's assuming he can do, from now until then, six months of clean testing. Which... But, sh-
0: but John also basically said that, like, Brock's WWE contract expires next month, oh. which I was not aware of. Neither- and I don't think anyone was aware of at the time that he signed that deal.
1: There were rumors, I think, of it being a short extension. Didn't you tell me it was, like, a short extension at Mania?
0: I th- had heard that, basically, it was, like, a per-appearance thing. Okay, so maybe that, that's what I'm saying. So it of. didn't necessarily have a term so okay. much as it had, like... A rate, right? And okay. in that sense, I don't know when it would expire. It's weird yeah. to think that it was just like a six month extension to like to a
1: set number of matches because
0: because then it's even more clear what we've been saying these last several yeah. months that it, this yeah. was only to wipe CM Punk off the record books. That's breaking my fucking heart. Like, uh, what? What a what a bizarre company that books <laughs> out of spite <laughs> and like I, that, like goes against. I don't know. Like, I know it's not necessarily, like, bad to go against convention no. all the time. Yeah. But they've gone against convention for too long. Well, to the point
1: of obstinance, yes. right? Like, you do have to give people a chance, even if the audience isn't taking to them. There's lots of, I think your guy, Dolph Ziggler, is benefiting from this right now. Like, he, you, sometimes you do have to try and get someone over, right? Yes. Here's my question for you, though, Justin. Does this not illuminate how much better everyone would be with Brock Lesnar if he wasn't the champ? If Brock just showed up three times a year... For a big match. I think people would respond to that, right? Oh, absolutely. So where are you currently more interested in Brock Lesnar? In the UFC or in WWE?
0: Probably in WWE, but not as champion. That's right, yeah.
1: So if if UFC is what it's going to take to get the belt off of him, I guess we're maybe thankful for that, yes? I mean, I guess. Like, they can't... I feel like even backstage at WWE, they must know he's going to get whooped.
0: Maybe, but th- like, don't you still want... Because here's why I would be reluctant to see Brock lose at SummerSlam at this point, even though I desperately want him to lose the title. If you're WWE, do you not want him to enter this match with the Universal Championship on his shoulder? I don't don't even know if he would be allowed to do
1: it. I don't know where the – Or if he would want to do it. I don't think they'd do it. I don't think UFC would do it cause I Wouldn't feel. Wouldn't you like, want to see your belt in the same ring as their belt? I think they would. I do feel like it's one way traffic there. I'm much more comfortable with the people doing quote unquote fake fighting going to real. As soon as you start to like bleed those worlds together in the opposite direction, I feel like I saw some people saying, "Should Daniel Cormier cost Brock the title uh, against Roman Reigns?" Oh
0: God, that'd be awesome. No, I hate
1: it. I. W- why do you like it?
0: Because it's it's. I mean, it's the only way that I could get into, like, watching Brock and Roman again, is if something unexpected happens. (laughs)
1: DC in his corner. Yeah,
0: no, like, not even necessarily in his corner, but, like, gets involved. Yeah. Because, like, that is unexpected. That is an exciting thing. Like, we were all excited by what happened on Saturday. It was... A fun thing. It was a oh. great promo from both sides. Push me now, choke you out. Like I'll it choke was- you later or whatever. Shove
1: me now. You're going to sleep later. Yes, exactly. You're irrelevant to 2010. Yeah. That's the Stone Age. Yeah. DC, I'm coming for you,
0: motherfucker. Ugh. Like unbelievable. One of the great Brock Lesnar promos of all
1: time is not his very best. I think the one against uh, Frank Mir for the second one is still his best promo. Uh,
0: I think the one against Heath Slater was his best promo. He <laughs> doesn't give a fuck about your yeah, kids. Yeah, I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I didn't give a shit about Brock Lesnar two weeks ago, and now I do.
1: Will you be buying this fight?
0: Uh, no, but will I watch it? Yes. <laughs>
1: I'm not was 15 minutes.
0: Uh, You just mentioned him there, and I want to touch on this because as I was re-listening to last week's episode, I realized that I didn't actually make the point I was trying to make. I never actually answered the question you would ask
1: This happens to me all the time Uh, on this show. I built
0: something up that I was building to, and then we changed directions, and I forgot about it. You asked me, why is it Dolph Ziggler and not some call-up from NXT? You did answer. I said that they are putting the shine on Dolph right now so that when they switch back To Lashley or not to Lashley to Drew McIntyre that uh, that like it's not a question as to why is Dolph with this guy because he's not dragging him down but the reason that I would say that it's not an NXT guy is that Drew is the focus like I know it's he's not the focus right now but ultimately he is the focus and long term he is the project if you introduce another if you introduce another new person yeah. Then it's split focus. Then it's com- then, like the other guy gets lost in the shuffle, and he becomes Apollo Cruz or some other call-up who ultimately becomes completely meaningless. Like Dolph Ziggler is what Dolph Ziggler is, and yeah. he he can be built better as we are seeing. He sure. is getting that, but I agree, sort but of like, a finished but product. But like ultimately, what he is is not going to change a dramatic amount. Maybe the way you perceive him will. I feel like it's a waste to put a new person into this role when. Like the whole point of this is to make Drew look good, you know? Yeah, I
1: don't. I, this will make zero sense if you didn't last <laughs> the last week's show, it's so I'm true, not gonna it's go true. down it. But it's true. Uh, I just, I, that I was, feel like if he's we the, had
0: this conversation privately after the fact, but I wanted to bring it up on yeah, the show as well.
1: Uh, I'll just say, uh, I still am not willing to have a Dolph Ziggler IC title run in exchange to get Drew McIntyre over in some sort of weird. Uh, segregation of what I actually want to see. Justin, should we do keep it or kick it here? Or do you want to do it in between round two and three? Um, maybe no. here because two and three are back to back. SmackDown, Raw, Extreme Rules. Sure. All cause... right, then why don't we jump into a round? <laughs> Of Keep It or Kick It. Uh, Justin, what Keep It or Kick It is, in case anyone out there doesn't know, is I uh, drafted up a list of 20 wow, to 25 pretty rude items. rude if they don't know. I mean, do <laughs> you want to talk about the manners of the people who don't know how this works? Well,
0: we've done 58 of these things by now. Yeah, you'd, you'd think do. they would recognize what
1: some of our games are. A bunch of people who eat with their hands and chew with their mouth open if you don't know what Keep It or Kick It is. But just in case, for you mouth breathers, I will indeed explain the rules.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I
1: drafted up a list of 20 to 25 items from just thoughts from the wrestling world. And I asked Justin if he wants to keep them, which means he likes them, he likes, loves it, he wants some more of it, or he kicks it, he hates it, he despises it, or never wants to see it again. Justin, are you ready? I am ready. Hit the music. Justin, keep it or kick it. Michael Cole being taking, taken off of the commentary team. Keep it. Yeah, no, I want... I, I think
0: Tom Phillips is very good and deserves to be on the main roster, but I also feel like Mauro Ranallo is way too good to only be a network-exclusive commentator.
1: Mike Kanellis entering the mid-card.
0: Uh, Mike Kanellis re-entering anything. Yeah, keep it.
1: Bobby Lashley being the one to beat Brock Lesnar. Gets for, the, through, for the
0: title? Gets
1: through Roman Reigns on, Roman Sunday. on Sunday? Beats Roman on then,
0: Sunday, and then Bobby versus Brock. See, the reason that I want Brock to lose the title is so we can get matches like Bobby versus Brock, which I think
1: has a lot of appeal and could be tons of fun. If Brock decides to wrestle, yeah.
0: Yeah, um,
1: but being the one to beat him? If he beats Roman on Sunday, I think you're looking at that.
0: Yeah, you're probably right, but I don't know that I want it. I'll say kick it.
1: Uh, Sin Cara is the U.S. champ. I like Sin Cara, man. You get
0: a hell of a match on Tuesday. Absolutely. Those two guys went out and put on a show. They they made a declaration. I don't give a fuck if this is a two-hour show. We are the last thing that should be cut. Yeah,
1: What was that match? Eight minutes? Yeah. Nine minutes? Outstanding. Outstanding. So
0: is anything that puts Sin Cara into a uh, uh, spotlight and also uh, maybe elevates the profile of our boy Andrade as well, 100. I got to like that. So I'll keep that for sure.
1: Mark Andrews getting a 205 live push.
0: His music is so bad, and he's so small. There's something there. There is something there, though. You Not know? for me. No, too I, small. I think the inner ring is is good, and and the inner ring is good. And there is like something charming about him, even though he he's like a huge fucking dork at the same time. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. There's just so many people that I probably prefer on that show over mm-hmm. him. So I'm gonna say kick it. Uh, Bullet Club eventually fully disbanding and being replaced by a new fourth faction in New Japan.
0: Firing Squad, or literally anything else.
1: But just it could be Firing Squad, could be the rise of the Golden Elite, or uh, what have you. But this this Bullet Club is fine storyline ending in them ultimately not being fine. No, because
0: I feel like all of the division is has been healed up, and there's now a new division. Obviously, don't get me wrong. I loved the finish of sure. the Tao Palace show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the Samoans are are having enough of this shit. They've announced they I, are- I think that we. I saw this coming, anyways. I don't know if you did on any level.
1: Uh, I mean, Tomatong has been talking about like this kind of thing yes. for a while. I won't say I saw it coming, but I also wasn't surprised. So whatever Ex- that space yeah, is. Exactly,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but also, I love the Tongans, like, dude. They, uh, they have it. Like they have the look. They have the attitude. I fully agree they with They have this. the swagger. They, are, they could not be cooler. Yeah. They have Haku on their side. King Haku! Like, everything about the Tongans fucking rips. <laughs> so if we are going to get them out of mid-card hell and put them into a prominent thing, and what is... I think the biggest storyline in North American pro wrestling outside oh, wow. of WWE, I'm, I think this is great. Whether or not this leads to the full destruction of Bullet Club, I don't think it does. I don't think Bullet Club as a, as a, as a unit, as like a gaijin stable within New Japan, ever goes away altogether.
1: So Bullet Club is fine. Yes. Uh, the idea that AJ Styles is the best in-ring wrestler on the main roster.
0: I mean, he hasn't been this year. So,
1: who is Seth Rollins? So, I will say kick it. Lars Sullivan versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania 35. Keep it. Drew McIntyre as Universal Champion in 2018. Universal. Ooh, no, I'm going to say kick that. Sonata turning on L.I.J. to join Chaos. Ooh, he's so handsome. <laughs> Do you see that picture of him on the beach? <laughs> yeah. That was insane. Yeah. I was like. Are this guy and me the same species? I mean, it would make sense for him to not be
0: an LIJ because he's like the That's what I mean in some ways like the least weird of That's them. right.
1: He's like the the normal model guy whose friends like found the cure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so uh yeah, I'll say keep that. That makes sense to me. I mean that picture on the beach, that was something. What I a, what a handsome man. I was thinking I'm like, have you seen me on the beach? It's a nightmare. This yeah. guy, I mean god bless them uh,
0: uh can i just say that yeah. uh in front of the show a former guest on this show uh caitlin hotchkiss yeah. was asked what her favorite tag team is oh and she described sonata and evil without naming them but she did it in such a way where she very very much could also have been describing matt hardy and <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like too wacky uh, uh i
0: I'll, I'll try and find the exact Description, but it was like a it was like a goth wizard <laughs> and like a, I can't even remember and like a fucking like metalhead or something I like that. I'm it. like this is d- describing Matt and Bray, and I don't even know that she realizes this. I, I love, love it. it.
1: Uh, Ring of Honor in 2018,
0: just as a company, yeah, it feels irrelevant. It,
1: like, feels, it feels totally irrelevant. Serv-
0: it feels in service of everything but itself. Yeah, it
1: feels in service of NXT and New Japan. <laughs> yeah,
0: so in that sense, kick it.
1: Uh, Cody Rhodes versus John Cena in twenty nineteen in the WWE. Dude, yes. You heard these rumors about WWE throwing money at wanting to throw money at bullet club members to get them yeah. into the fold. But we talked about this last
0: week, like, That's right. When we, we were given that Marty Skrull question. Oh that's right. I don't I don't think it's worth it for a lot of those guys. But Cody leads like, the invasion against John Cena. If You were Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Say you'd stuck around to be a part of this current incarnation of Bullet Club. Yeah. You'd probably be a way bigger deal and also make a lot more money just off of t-shirt sales alone than whatever you're doing and whatever you're being paid in WWE.
1: But do you keep it or kick it?
0: As a match? Cody versus Cena? In 2019. Yeah, keep it. I love it.
1: Someone entering in a car a la Del Rio.
0: (laughs) Every night? Yep. Yes. Bring it back. (laughs) Bring it back.
1: That's a big time kick it.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's a big time kick it for you? Or oh, keep it. Keep okay. it. Sorry,
1: what a dumb thing I was saying. Uh, a full on baby face run for Rusev.
0: Uh, yeah. That's, I, yeah. I want, let me cheer for him. Yeah. I'm like, that's all we want. How many times do I have to say this? All I want to do is cheer for Rusev. Keep it. And the second thing I want to do is have some fun. <laughs> and I have a feeling I am not the only one.
1: Are you going to live life like a son of a gun? Yeah. Okay. Like that. <laughs> uh, Sandman entering the 2018 Rumble.
0: Yeah, that could be fun. Where is the Rumble this year? I don't know. Philly would make sense for like an ECW return. Oh, dude, that would be huge in but, Philly. But like, I feel like last time they were in Philly, it was just like Bubba Ray was the only guy. That
1: is true, isn't it? Yeah. Th- have they ever done Dreamer in the Rumble? Yeah, they did in the one that Sandman's in. Yeah, it's like Dreamer, RVD, and uh, uh,
0: but yeah, I, like bring back Sandman for like a one night only appearance for sure.
1: A return to WWE for Simon Gotch. No, I watched an interview with them this week. Uh, he takes wrestling like, kind of seriously. Like he talks about it, and it reminds me of Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you know delay. what? Actually, all there was all this heat
0: on him for like beating up or getting into a huge argument with Enzo More. Yeah, I that's think, aged pretty I well. Think if we revisit that, <laughs> he's probably correct. And in fact, <laughs> I read a shoot interview with him recently yeah. where he talked about everything that went on in that I watched yeah.
1: I wonder if this was a transcript of what I watched
0: and I agreed with everything that he said
1: yeah I was actually very endeared to Simon Gotch in this uh, interview which is why he made Keep for Kick It this week so you know
0: what I'll reverse my opinion I'll say bring him back thank you brother no problem
1: uh, shoot interviews with ECW mid-carters <laughs>
0: Uh, not for me, but I know you love them. Dude, I'd put this I'm in I'm going to keep them just so that they exist, but I'm never going to watch them.
1: I'm going to say the last two Keep It or and I must tell a tale I heard from the Blue Meanie on a, in a shoot this week. Of course. A
0: tr- of course you watched a Blue Meanie <laughs> shoot this week. That is uh, the most on-brand thing you've ever <laughs> said in your life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A, a trios title for 205 Live. Uh, yeah, i pushed for this before. Yeah. Keep it. And finally... Drew Gulak leaving WWE. Tough. Tough, right?
0: Yeah, because I feel like he could be a star. You get that sense. Uh, Like, he could be a big deal on the indies. And then maybe he comes back after he's made himself a bigger name. But at the same time,
1: why don't they just do more with him? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, do you, Should everyone have to leave and come back? But you do get the sense, right, that Drew Gulak could sort of be something, right? Absolutely. I fucking love the guy. So so
0: this is going to be the first time ever I'm going to say I'm split right down the middle. Oh, you cricket me. man. Yeah, I guess so. Or you crick I keek it. Keeks it. And just at that. Or I, or I kip it. No. <laughs> One of those. that well, let's keep it. Okay, Yeah,
1: can. you pick one. Uh, Justin, I, I'll tell this Blue Meanie story quick, but I felt yeah, like it was it. worth telling on it as a show that I think, as ours is, very anti-JBL. Uh, yeah, so the guy. So, for those of you who have seen One Night Sand 2005, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep. JBL busts open the Blue Meanie. It's he disgusting. Stayed, yeah, Blue Meanie has exited. He goes backstage. Pat Patterson apologizes on behalf of JBL, all this sort of thing. It's- disgusting what
0: JBL did to him.
1: But the next night on Monday Night Raw, the Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards are uh, in a match against JBL. And it wasn't clear to me in the clip what uh, was going on here, if it was a handicap match or if one of them was ringside. But Stevie Richards lays in the strongest chair shot I've ever seen to the head of JBL. And it is so great. Uh, If you want to see this chair shot, folks, it's on YouTube under the title... Hardest chair shot in WWE ever, and it is JBL eating a chair shot from Stevie Richards as the Blue Meanie watches on his payback for the night before. I want
0: to watch this right now. You you have
1: to see this chair shot. It is... It's,
0: It's hardest chair shot in WWE ever? If you just
1: search Stevie Richards JBL chair shot on Google, it comes up too. That's what I search. Also worth mentioning that Blue Meanie points out, and I went and watched the clip on the WWE Network. Indeed, Sandman goes over after and puts JBL, he puts the kendo stick behind his throat and like pulls them back. So ECW never dies, these guys are uh, uh,
0: uh the video that I got when I searched for hardest chair shot ever, it looks like it's Brock Lesnar versus the Hardy boys.
1: Oh, that's a, that's the Matt Hardy one. That's a big shot too. Just search uh Stevie Richards uh JBL headshot and then tell uh, me what I just it...
0: type Stevie and it automatically auto filter <laughs> Richards JBL chair shot.
1: <laughs> what is the video that comes up called? It's something like that,
0: isn't WWE's it? WWE's most vicious chair shot. There you
1: go. Just you give me some play by play of this as you watch it.
0: Okay, so JBL just threw the chair into the ring, and now he's tossing Stevie Richards into the ring also. They're both wearing Blue World Order t-shirts. Uh, JBL just full-on shoot kicked Blue Meanie <laughs> in the head, and Richards had enough of his bullshit, and oh my god, <laughs> he killed him. He just killed him. He pulls nothing I need to that. see that again. Tell
1: me that's not the most brutal. Yeah.
0: I mean, his friend did just get kicked in the head. And I think there's a lot of reasons,
1: oh my
0: god, <laughs> and he's it, dead. Well, and it is payback
1: for the night before, right? So yeah. uh, I thought that was a fun... You know fun
0: what? I think the people should search that out. That's very satisfying to watch. Isn't
1: that great? So I thought it was worth bringing up on the show. Right before we jump in to round, round two. number two. Round two. Fight <gasps> Justin, why don't we get a little bit extreme up in here and follow no rules as we break down WWE's pay-per-view event on this Sunday. Extreme Rules.
0: Uh, Yeah, before we get into these two rounds back-to-back, where we talk about all the things to happen at Extreme Rules, I don't think it would be a tremendous surprise if I revealed what I'm about to reveal to the folks at home. Go ahead. uh, Given that I've kind of hinted at it multiple times over the last month or so. Yes, yes. But uh, just given my work schedule of late, I've sort of slipped back into my... Uh, Pre WrestleMania 31 WWE viewing habits, right? Which is to say, I am not watching weekly television. Right, I am watching
1: YouTube. Sure, which I'm, is accounts for. And a lot. I
0: am going back and watching. Like, the the Raw main events, mm. those are the matches that I do want this to see. This week's was
1: worthwhile. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I am I am not watching Raw as a show. Mm-hmm. And, e- like, SmackDown was the show I was keeping up with for the longest time. Lately, I have not even had time for that. I've just been so busy and so exhausted with work stuff. Very fair. Uh, that, uh, you know, I mean, people have probably noticed that the show's been <laughs> coming out late. There's a reason for that also. <laughs> if I don't have time to edit this show, I definitely do not have time to watch Seven hours yeah, of wrestling, a endless week. content. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm still aware of that's the what I was going to say. The show, but I am back into the groove that I had been in, which I think is the groove that most people are in. I think that's true. Um, and this past Monday was the lowest rated RAW of all time, that's so I'm certainly not alone in not watching it.
1: Isn't that something? Eh. Uh, is that true? No one's uh, there's even like the in, uh, the Monday Night Wars. It was never a less watched episode than this past Monday.
0: Uh, I I. <laughs> I find that hard to believe also, but that is... That's
1: what Mike said. You know, you he know, said it in our chat, so there you go.
0: Now, in the words of, uh, of uh, President Donald Trump, people are saying... <laughs> people are saying, yeah. Listen, listen. People are saying.
1: Well, Justin, with that in mind, I am still a shit-eating wild man. I, I think I missed Raw two weeks ago, but I've seen all the other mm-hmm. content leading up to this. Hopefully, I can help. Uh, I just can't of...
0: speak to like the specifics of everything that's happened on the build, yeah. but I can still talk about like my excitement level, of, of course. These
1: and in some ways, it might even be more effective because, as you say, I think a lot of people are taking in the content as you are these days. Although my childhood friend, Old Tiles, is getting back into wrestling, and uh, I want to have maybe we should even have him in here to ask, like, what is getting someone into it? now? I like how his name is just Old Tiles. <laughs> yeah. I assume his name is Tyler. I think so. Uh,
0: And I think at some point he was Old Tyler. (laughs) And then that, you you just dropped off the D and dropped off the R. He's just Old Tiles. Old Tiles. And uh, I want the people to know, this is not like a a nickname or whatever. I have never heard you reference this man (laughs) ever without calling him Old Tiles. That's who he is. Yeah. (laughs) Look, Old Tiles was watching Raw the other day. Who the...
1: (laughs) <laughs> what, what? How old is this person?
0: That's not a name. Uh, so yeah,
1: it's not a place. No. But I just thought it was. It's an interesting time to get into wrestling. Mm. Like, what is hooking someone now, right? Yeah, you would think
0: now is the not the time to
1: do that. No, it's like if Raw wasn't so much just a part of like Monday is like my in night, right? Mm. I am I am gearing up for the week, and I go get newer, I get my donair, and I sit down and I watch Raw. And, yeah. And if it wasn't that, I don't know what would be. There's nothing must watch on the show. Uh, in my opinion, at least. But yeah. anyway, let's dive into the card, Justin. And uh, frankly, there isn't a ton of nitty-gritty on a bunch of these because these feuds, a lot of them are pretty weak. Especially, we'll start with this one for the WWE Women's Raw Championship. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax.
0: I mean... In this sense, I feel like I've done myself a great service by not watching Raw since the night after uh, the previous pay per view. Right? Yeah, uh, which
1: I can't even remember what the name of it was. <laughs> uh, it was Ronda Rousey fought oh, was by. It, a was Jackson. it Backlash? It could have been Backlash or Payback. I guess. Uh,
0: yeah, something like that. Wow, I don't know. remember
1: either. Yeah, that is depressing as hell. <laughs> Jesus, how long has it been? Where's the memory going? I don't know. Lord <laughs> Almighty, hang on. I'm on the Wikipedia. It was, ex- it no. was no. It was <laughs> the UK tournament. No, that's not what I want. That was the last thing. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia. Oh, the first night of the UK tournament. Perfect. That's also it. Uh, oh, this is. It was Money in the Bank. Oh my Lord, Justin. <laughs> oh,
0: what an embarrassment that was. Like, okay, I haven't watched since. <laughs> I've not watched like a full episode of Raw since the night after Money in the Bank.
1: How many people were yelling in their Probably headphones? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Sorry, about a lot. That, guys. Sorry, sorry,
0: folks. That was a nightmare. But I, in this sense, I think I'm doing myself a service by not sure. having watched since then, because they removed the only interesting thing from this equation, which is Ronda, <laughs> and I'm going to come back in at what I think will be the reintroduction of Ronda as well, because. She has explicitly stated my suspension does not cover that's right extreme rules, which means perhaps Nia regains the title here because, like, I just don't
1: get what this feud is.
0: Ronda costs Alexa the belt in some way. Or Ronda is, – is this an Extreme Rules match? Is there any stipulation attached yes, to this? Yes, this
1: one is an Extreme Rules match. So
0: then all the more reason for somebody to get involved. That's right. I would think Ronda definitely will get or involved. Or even
1: Natty in some way. And then
0: maybe this turns into a three-way or a four-way for SummerSlam? I think
1: – I just keep thinking it is leading to a three-way for some reason. Alexa Bliss, Nia, Ronda. I don't know why I, that's stuck yeah. in my brain, but it, it does – it just feels like they keep getting intermingled. But, but this here's is the a thing, match. Though. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. I think that as a three-way works. Yeah.
0: Because, look, we – I think we all agree that Ronda versus Nia as a singles way over delivered. I
1: struggle to think of a match that over delivered more. It was, I really do. It was great. Can you think of another match that over delivered?
0: Genuinely very entertaining. Yeah, but I think we would all agree. All three of these ladies have their limitations. Sure, yeah. but
1: In different areas, but which is Exactly.
0: They're like the three primary colors. <laughs> There's no combination of the three of them where you cannot get exactly what you want. You know could what I you, mean?
1: Could you make an argument that Rhonda is the best in ring worker of the three of you? Yeah, them? probably.
0: <laughs> After one single smash, I would say you probably could do that. That is insane. But don't, like, they cover each other's deficiencies in some ways. Uh, yeah. Alexa I... can talk you into anything. Yep. Uh, Nia
1: Rhonda- can take all the big moves,
0: and Ronda is just a thrilling worker. Yeah, like there's no- and
1: well, I think people were talking I was about. To say, people aren't talking about it enough, but I think they are. Ronda selling is bizarre. It is so good. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, whoever is coaching her is obviously stressed. Like moves matter, selling matters, mm-hmm. and and it's good to see. So, Justin, who do you have there? Do you think Alexa retains?
0: I'm going to say Nia regains, okay. and she is the champion heading into SummerSlam.
1: I'm actually going to disagree. I think Ronda winning it off of Alexa feels like a bigger moment, and I do think the coronation of Ronda is what happens at SummerSlam. So,
0: real Because I feel like the moment that we were robbed of was Ronda making Nia tap.
1: I guess that's true, too. Yeah, so, but both reasons to think. Uh, I
0: mean, there's no reason that she doesn't. It doesn't matter who the champion is, really, if it's going to be a three-way. So, like, I'm going to say Naya, but it doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Uh, Justin, speaking of doesn't matter, the B-team are challenging for the Raw Tag Team t- titles against Matt and Bray. Well, in,
0: in some ways, I'm glad this match is finally happening, given yeah, no kidding. that uh, the build has been, uh, you know, uh, what are we looking at now? Probably close to ten weeks long.
1: Wow. Yeah, I think that's right, isn't it?
0: So, you know... Good for them. Yeah. And I, it's been fun. Like, there has been there have been some moments along the way where I have enjoyed this thing. Is there
1: any sort of meta interest in you for watching the Rotunda Brothers? Uh, yeah. Bray Wyatt. And yeah, absolutely. I think there's something there for me, too. I think
0: actually that's, like, the only interest that I have yes. in this.
1: Yeah. I- I, I have enjoyed Matt and Bray's run. I think it might be better served not as champions and that they just get to sort of be the separate thing where you face them and mm-hmm. you do the final deletions and this sort of thing. I feel like the titles put a weird pressure on an act that shouldn't be taking things all that seriously. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I It don't... was good to see them win it. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Time, totally agree.
0: Um, but, but at the same time, like, they... they... You know, it's, we t- we talked a couple weeks ago. Like, the Raw tag scene just feels irrelevant.
1: I also feel bizarrely eager, and I don't know truly, I don't know if the window's closed or not, but for a Bray singles run again. I know this is working with the yeah. Demeter of Worlds, so I don't, I shouldn't say this because yeah, yeah, it is but working, I, but I,
0: I want, Br- I want Bray to be more prominent than he how is.
1: How long have you been knocking on the door of Babyface Bray, why it works? Forever. How long have you been saying
0: that? Forever. And, and I just, literally for two years.
1: Like, the two years is forever to my memory, man. Because i don't remember that's, anything. That's
0: honestly before we even knew each other.
1: <laughs> honestly true. So I, I guess I'm just ready for that, but I do think it would be ridiculous to see them lose to the B-team. What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah. the B-team title run is worse than a Matt and Bray title run. So oh, undeniably. undeniably. Let's yeah, get this yeah. out of the way and then see maybe Matt and Bray versus the Revival.
1: Yep, that, that sounds about right to me. Uh, let's jump on into uh, Constable Baron Corbin taking on the man whose ass he bruised, Finn Balor. Thirsty Finn Balor.
0: Uh, yeah, thirsty Finn Balor just trying to soak up those likes by showing his bruised butthole on Twitter like all the time.
1: Why are people just acting like this is normal?
0: I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, Uh, But I will say... I don't want to see your
1: brown eye, Finn. I will
0: say, uh, for someone who uh, I find to be just truly boring... Oh, okay. And that is Baron Corbin. Yeah. uh, Tough to
1: say that right now, I think. Yeah,
0: this feud has been good. Yep. Uh, It's been entertaining. The segments have delivered. Uh, Perhaps more in the promo sense uh, than the Uh, the actual work. But then again, I haven't seen everything, so I can't necessarily speak to that.
1: Uh, this might sound insane, but I think besides Roman and Lashley, this is my most anticipated fight on this uh, on this card. Really, I don't, even, I don't even know why. I don't especially like Finn Balor or Corbin, but I, I think they they pair up in kind of an interesting there way. There is something there. Like he, the the something about the just the way they match up. The short jacked good guy who the, has the audience with them, and then mm-hmm. Constable Corbin dressed with the vest and the bald head. And he's got Steph in the wing. I'm kind of into it. I feel like this has been working. Yeah, and this think... rebrand of Corbin
0: is working. It, it definitely I, is.
1: When they rolled it out, we uh, both were like, what the fuck I, are they doing? I'm happy to be wrong on this one. And I'm not saying these guys are going to light the world on fire on Sunday. But I'm kind of into this match for some reason. I, I'm not sure why. Um, I feel um, like the feud's been okay.
0: Yeah, and I love Finn. And I would think that he should win this. But at the same time, huh. this is the reintroduction of a rebranded Baron Corbin. Yeah. He has to go over.
1: Yeah, I... It's funny because if you would have just asked me off the top of my head, I probably would have picked Finn Balor, but I don't know why he would win this. I don't think this is going to be this, these guys' only match, uh, and I think you have to go somewhere with the Constable Corbin thing. So yeah, I'll, I'll say Baron Corbin too. Which sounds kind of bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into it, Justin. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Just a straight-up singles match. Nothing on the line. Uh, We were
0: talking about this on Twitter earlier in the week. Yeah. uh, And I do want people to know that when I said I wrote the uh, Top Marks tweet and was talking to myself, (laughs) that was a joke. (laughs) Did someone take it seriously? I don't know. I have no idea. Sometimes. But uh, what I said is true. There is something about this feud. Like, if... If you had told me the day after Money in the Bank, yeah. we are on a collision course for Lashley versus Roman, which I would have known because that was clear coming out of Money in the Bank. Right. Uh, I I would have said four weeks ago or however long it's been. Eh.
1: Pretty lukewarm yeah. to bad even. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But the build has been very good. And they're like... I mentioned this on Twitter. There is something specifically <laughs> about the way Roman, like, just dismissively keeps calling him
1: Bob. All right,
0: Bob. Whatever you say, but bo- listen, Bob. It, it's it's,
1: is it's there great. Something kinda, it's great. Is there something kind of alien about Bobby Lashley? Something like a little unreal.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have eyebrows.
1: (laughs) I guess maybe that's it. I I couldn't tell you why my excitement is so high for this, Justin, because there's no evidence to really think that these guys are going to put on a barn burner. Mm -hmm. Like, Roman hasn't been delivering lately, and neither did Lashley in his singles outing. No. But... Again, maybe a bit like the the last match. The way they match up is interesting to me. They, it seems like it's going to be physical. It seems like it's going to be hard-hitting. And I think Bobby Lashley is going to beat Roman Reigns.
0: Now, you said, am I the only person on earth into this? I said yeah. no because I'm also into it. Sure. But at the same time, you might not be uh, off track because, <laughs> as we said, this has been the focus of Raw or a focus of Raw for the last little while. Yeah. And Ra is cratering in the rating sense. Yeah. So That's true. Maybe nobody cares about this.
1: Well and, and Lashley I don't feel like Lashley's really delivering in these and it's hard to even compare it to someone, but it's just he has something that I find interesting even though i don't think he's doing anything good i don't know what to call that
0: uh charisma i think is what it's called i guess
1: but he's so flat i can't even call him
0: (laughs) it's like (laughs) i don't
1: know what you call it but when he's on tv i don't fast forward yeah like
0: four weeks ago we talked about uh, like or more than that maybe is he a lost cause have they blown it so bad already yeah and we both said kind of yes yeah and uh, and and somehow, no.
1: Yeah, that's... I can't... The only thing I can point to that he's done that I like is the jungle gym thing. The obstacle course. That's literally mm. it. And I hate the finisher. I hate oh, the, 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 the way I, he
0: talks. The, I feel like the segment between the two of them on the show that kicked yes, off the show this that's week true. was actually excellent.
1: That was the... Like... Really good, actually. Not yeah. really good, but better than I expect from those guys. Just just to close out the round, we did a round on it last week, so I don't know that it needed a ton of time. But without the, the universal title on the card, thanks to our guy Brock Lesnar, the t- main title on the line this weekend is the WWE Intercontinental title between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins in a 30-man Iron Man match.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see Drew get involved in this in some way. Just because sure. that seems to be where this has all been going to. Yep. So maybe uh, like Dolph wins because he cheated because Drew helped him, but then that's... that seems too obvious. Also, like I don't I don't know, and that's kind of a good thing. I think you and I were both shocked when we asked the, the people this week: shocked, who likes Iron Man matches? Yes or no? Yes a lot did of people win. Said no.
1: Yes did win. But No was winning for
0: a little while there. I was. And the complaint is, well, I know when it's gonna end. <laughs> I mean, so, like, <laughs> just stop it. Yeah, like it's a different way to build drama.
1: Like every no, no, Justin, I don't even think it needs to go that far. Every new Japan match has a time limit, yeah. and many of them end in draws. And you shit-eating wild men love it mm. as do I. Back off.
0: Yeah, but like you know. The complaint is, well, you only need to watch the last two minutes. That's true of literally any wrestling match, if you want to look at it like that. Or
1: any sporting event,
0: ever. Because that removes all of the storytelling that goes into what makes those final two minutes special. And I think it's an interesting wrinkle... In that, like, there are moments of suspense that you can build into a match that has a finite time limit on it, like that. Totally that agree. do not exist in any other match type. And because it's so rarely used, they don't feel overdone.
1: Well, no, when they pick up in, like, the last 10 minutes, someone can be ahead. Maybe they need to come from behind. Dude, it, even
0: the Hardys had a good the uh, bar. Iron Man yeah. match
1: with the bar this year. Is Dolph Ziggler retaining with Drew McIntyre's help? Yes. Oh, it breaks my heart. I'm going to pick Rollins here. All right. Uh, but Justin, I actually I uh, skipped over one because I'm a big idiot. So we'll go in a little bit over time here. Sure. Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens are in the steel oh, yeah. cage. I totally forgot. Forgot, about forgot. That. forgot that there's a cage be a urinal match. But uh, what are you going to do?
0: Uh, I think this has the possibility to be a good match.
1: I feel bad for Owens. He so always said up in these cages. So
0: do I. But also, like, there is something. Undeniably compelling about the two of these guys together.
1: Yeah, I get that. It's the exact opposites, right? I
0: feel bad that like like I don't think we have given Owens any chance to do anything no. here to to win. No, uh, but and and I don't even know how he's gonna look good in a in a cage where he's contained and can't really do anything. He's gonna take
1: some awful shit.
0: He is, but he's gonna take it like a champ. Yep. We're all going to respect the hell out of him. Yep. And, uh, I like, I think there's something to this pairing that's really
1: fun. What if I told you I was picking Kevin Owens here?
0: Uh, I might lean that way, too, just because I'm so... Like, everything in my body says Braun has to win this, mm-hmm. which means Kevin Owens should.
1: Well, and Money in the Bank winner. What, like... He he is probably going to be in that SummerSlam match in some sort of way, and it doesn't matter how many losses he has. And Owens, there's ways he can cheat in this match, especially if Sami Zayn could come out and give him a hand. You bind Braun to the wall or something. Sami is... He's uh, he's
0: got both arms in a sling right now. I, I suppose. He can really do well, I he
1: really know. loves his friends. So, oh, also before we close out this round, it's Sammy Zayn's birthday today, and all he asked for is donations to Sammy for Syria, uh, uh, an amazing cause worth bringing up on the podcast if you feel like throwing a couple bucks. sammyforsyria.com. I endorse. <laughs> and Justin, now that we've gotten rid of the red, what we do? What do Okay, we'll do it for real. <laughs> Justin, now that we've completed the red brand, why don't we get blue and jump on in to round number three. We thought I was blue before we even started recording. If you were green, you would die. Awful. <laughs> awful. Was not a round, then. I ended the third round prematurely. <laughs> I deserved it. <laughs> Round three fight. Just as look at the SmackDown side of this card. It strikes me two things strike me. One that it, there's a lot more here that I'm interested in than on the Raw side. Mm-hmm. But two, these pay-per-views are too long. Yes. There, there's a lot of matches here that are going to be hard for me to get into just by sheer mass of how much I'm going to have watched. Do you do you share in that concern?
0: Uh yeah, a little bit.
1: Well, let's. I uh, mean,
0: I yeah, like I said, I'm not a man who has a ton of time at the
1: moment. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're not going to like this card because some of this stuff can't go long. It just can't. So maybe this will be one of them as uh, Jeff Hardy's putting his United States championship on the line against one Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh what do you think of Jeff Hardy's new look? The the sort of more over the top where the painted on eyes Very like, cool. Yeah. Uh in some ways, classic cringe Jeff Hardy, but I, I sort of enjoy the more cranked up. Reminds me of like Willow or Itchweed yeah, a man. little bit.
0: The first promo that he had to really challenge Nakamura in the first place. Yeah. But his eyes are now open or whatever. That's right. Was dope. It was really cool. It was super cool. And it's
1: weird because it's something that only Jeff Hardy really could pull off. Absolutely. Like, and I, I mean in wrestling history, only Jeff Hardy could pull off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're you're bang on correct about that. I think there is interest in this match if only because there have been, like, external forces preventing us from being able to see it yeah. for so long. Yeah, It's funny because, like, I'm super interested in Seth versus Dolph because I have seen it. Right. I know it's great mm-hmm. and want to see it again. Yeah. Uh, whereas this one, like, was supposed to, was supposed to happen, and then uh, an active dog uh, in, interrupted it, and, uh, you know, it's been it's been teased out for a little while now. And I am I am interested, and that's something that is rare to be saying because I don't feel like Jeff has had a ton of good matches since he came back, <laughs> you, or at all in the last <laughs> however many years. Yeah, you know?
1: 2003, I think, was the yeah. – uh, that, that's an over-exaggeration. I, I think Shinsuke is going to take the title here. What do you think?
0: Yeah, he needs a win. Yeah, he, you can't have him fail against AJ for that many months and not uh, have some sort of reward out of it. Yeah, I don't think Jeff needs the U.S. title. It was like it made him a Grand Slam in the grandiest, slammiest way, and that oh. he has probably had more titles to become a Grand Slam champion than like probably. Anyone? He's
1: in that discussion, right? Like, because
0: who else? What about also Jericho? Had, like, the light heavyweight and like all of the, European, all of the wild belts that Jeff has had over the years. I'd be curious to see Jericho. Yeah, Jericho might be up there too, but not many elite air. I would yeah, think. Yeah. Um. So it was nice to see him win it, but like he doesn't need it.
1: Here's a barn burner that I hope does get some time. Justin is the new day is gonna be taking on Sanity in a tables match.
0: Yeah, dude. What is really good about SmackDown right now is like how the show went off the air, which is tag team turmoil. All yeah. these. Big ass teams that we're super into just going wild against each other. The
1: young Daniel Bryan portions of that match were really fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, you know, obviously these are the two separate matches on this show. I would love to see them bleed together for SummerSlam.
1: I think they probably will. Yeah, and
0: it's really weird and wild for me to be like, yes, the best use of Daniel Bryan on SummerSlam is to be a member of an eight man tag match. <laughs> and yet. But, like, ultimately. I'll be pretty fired up about that if Team it, Hell No is champs heading into a fucking massive tag team. If you have now. to
1: keep them away from The Miz. yeah. And I thought, uh, I know I don't know if you saw it on uh, YouTube, but the, the Miz TV with Daniel Bryan and Kane, the, the Team Hell No that set this all up, did a really good balance, I thought, with uh, The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Like, Daniel Bryan really wanted to get after Miz, but Kane being like, don't blow our shot at the belts, this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But isn't Kane going off to be mayor in, like, a couple months? yeah. When is that? Do we know?
0: Uh, I think the election is in the fall. Didn't he win? No, he he won the primary to be the Republican nominee. Okay. In a in a county that always leans Republican. Okay. So like the the reason why people are acting like he's already mayor is that. Republicans I always see. win this
1: game. So, okay, like so, my hometown. Like yeah, it's been conservative for exactly. forever. Exactly. Uh, why don't we talk about those guys? Team Hell No taking on the Bludgeon Brothers for the Tag Team Championship of SmackDown.
0: You said earlier that uh, there was a match that you were most interested in on the Raw side. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was.
1: Uh, Corbin and Ballard. Right,
0: yes. Uh, I think you're... You said it was the thing you were number one, number one most interested <laughs> yeah. in. I think you were forgetting that there was a blue side of this equation. Uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, you giving
1: me my out here. I uh, meant just for Raw. Yeah,
0: I don't know that I'm more interested in this tag title match than I am in the IC match on the Raw side. Okay. But I am really fired up about
1: it. Just watching Team Hell No Wrestle is going to be fun, right? Yeah, and, you dude, know, I couldn't say enough good about the Bludgeon Brothers.
0: Yeah, and if all Kane does is be a hot tag who throws some clotheslines and an uppercut and some chokeslams. That is going to be it. And Brian runs the rest of that match, Brian against, like, <laughs> that- the Bludgeon Brothers, even though I'm not the biggest Rowan fan in the world, like, you and I have seen... Brian versus Luke Harper. It fucking owns. It
1: rules. Do you remember when we got that question? It was the best live wrestling match you've ever seen. That was one that came to my yeah, mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, I mean, in this match, if like you say, if it's nothing more than Daniel Bryan wrestling Luke Harper and then Kane getting a hot tag and like smoking on Eric Rowan, mm-hmm. that's good by me. I don't think this will be an especially long match, but I am looking forward to it, and I do not see Team Hell No getting the belts here. Do not. No. I uh, do. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people, the odds on money is there, but I think if you're going to a multi-man, I don't know. I uh, the coronation happens at SummerSlam instead? That's just kind of how I view it. If Daniel Bryan's going to have his first big moment back, his first belt, I, I think it it's on a bigger stage.
0: Yeah, I guess so. At the same time, like something needs to happen on this show, right? I guess
1: that's true, too. I, I do think – I mean, I picked uh, Rollins to get the belt back, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, how about we talk about uh, – speaking of belts – Carmella and Oscar with James Ellsworth hanging over in a shark cage. Jesus Christ, this shark cage.
0: They really <laughs>
1: – They, like, found they it? They
0: invested that. in it, and they were like, well, we got it now. What
1: is it? Three and, like, maybe 14 you months? Know
0: what, you know what, when you, like, go to the store, say you're grocery shopping. Go ahead. And you find this, like, random ingredient that catches your eye. Sure. Like, oh, yeah. I'd like
1: that. Oh. I do that with sauces sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: let's say you buy a sauce. Yeah. And sauce is the perfect metaphor. Okay. Because it's adding flavor to the rest of what <laughs> you're doing, right? Yeah. So you go out, you buy this sauce. And uh, it comes in a really big bottle. And you go, you, you, <laughs> if you want any of it, you have to buy an enormous amount of <laughs>
1: Only it. Only huge bottle. Yeah. Okay. So now or you're, maybe in, a six pack you're of stuck bottle. in
0: this situation where I got this fucking sauce laying around. I got to put this shit on everything. <laughs> yeah. This is what this shark cage is. You get sick they, of the fucking sauce. They, they <laughs> put Enzo in there. They put Paul Ellering in there. Chris Jericho. They put Chris Jericho in there. This is the fourth man dangling in a shark cage <laughs> in what feels like it's probably the last two years, but it feels like feels shorter. It feels shorter, that. Yeah, it feels
1: like shorter to than me. That. Uh, it feels like year and a half, honestly. I'll just say that uh, SmackDown should hang their head in shame.
0: Uh, I guess the Ellerine one was Survivor Series weekend in Toronto. So that's is that right? Yeah. So that's a year and three quarters. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think SmackDown, as much as sometimes I'll praise them, certainly when they're running hot, uh, they fucked their women's SmackDown division in a way like they have. They have Charlotte or not Charlotte? Sorry, they have Asuka and Becky. And I don't care about anything. They do have Charlotte on, and Charlotte. Sorry, yes. And
0: and uh, there's other people who can go. There's like it's not a bad division. And it's I.
1: Just- I mean, this feels who like who?
0: iconic. What's what? What are they doing?
1: Who are is they, excited for Carmela? Has iconic Worska? even been on television since
0: I haven't been watching? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, they've
1: they've gotten a promo here, and they've like crossed with. They've like teased that Carmela and the Iconics have like a um an alliance of sorts. Okay, because like I feel like
0: those two are just severely underutilized at the moment as this well. whole division.
1: Yeah. It, like whatever you want to say, it, like it's it's awful. I'm not looking forward to this match at all. Yeah, I'm really not. And the Carmella championship reign needs to end. And to those of you on Twitter who responded to me saying, well, you're just a good character. You can be a good good character character. without needing the belt. That's true. The champs have to wrestle. And it's my problem with Brock Lesnar for a very different reason, but it's also my problem with Carmella is that she can't wrestle. What if Carmella...
0: What if Carmella was a satellite champion who kept teasing that she was going to go to UFC? I'd almost prefer it. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be the? That would be something. She goes and puts her finger in the yeah. chest
1: of uh, Nico Montagno yeah, or and something. Like, <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> James Ellsworth is her Paul Heyman. God, the I, advocate of Carmella. So we don't get Carmella on week to week television, but we do get
1: Ellsworth. <laughs> I'd prefer it. It would be, be good. Uh, Ellsworth actually did cut a good promo this yeah, week. Yeah, Ellsworth's
0: promos have been great <laughs> since he came back. Yeah. Or,
1: like, rather than great, I would say just, like, distinctly Ellsworth. Yeah. Like, something no one else could do. Yeah, uh, fun, though. So, what do you think? Who I, I'm going to pick Oscar here, <laughs> I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope so,
0: too. But, uh, you mean, you got to think that even though he's in the cage. Ellsworth still finds a way to factor in like this is how the cage works no always. but
1: remember Big Show versus Big Cass with Enzo in the cage Yeah, Enzo comes down and just gets booted in the head by Cass mm-hmm. maybe you see that here maybe
0: that was a mistake though maybe that's why Enzo or yeah. Cass was such a, regarded as such a bad worker could be was he went into business for himself in that match <laughs> he was supposed to get dropped on by Enzo and he, yeah. he rebooked on the fly
1: I've got to agree Justin that's why Enzo's a bad worker I meant
0: Cass <laughs> I meant Cass that's why Cass got fired
1: uh, I think we're just Talking about AJ Styles versus Rusev now, JMo. Where's your excitement on this?
0: Uh You know, I haven't seen the build. Like, I literally have not seen any part of this feud since Rusev became number one contender.
1: So the big send off on the go home this week was uh, AJ and Nakamura wrestled again, and uh, wrote Rusev was on commentary. Rusev did a terrible job as like a commentator. Like, Mm -hmm. he completely took over the match by Mm -hmm. being his funny, charming self. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, you want to see Rusev do this. Uh, Two weeks ago, I think I said that I gave him like a ten to twenty percent chance to win. I think that's probably dropped to a firm 10% chance to win. Nothing about this build has made me think Rusev's going to win, especially since they made it into a tag match this weekend or this week where uh, Rusev did pin Jeff Hardy. So,
0: But what I will say is yeah. I'm looking forward to the match. Sure. And um, also yeah. the gauntlet match that he won to become the number one contender yeah. also was outstanding yeah. television. The only thing that was
1: weird is in that tag match, they had Rusev wrestle AJ Styles for like a long time. And, oh, really? Yeah, a long time. And so it was that, that part. Uh, yeah, usually they just, keep it away from us. That's the thing. And you can fully understand why they would do that because it, it fully makes sense to not give away the match three days or whatever, five days before. Is that really it? Is that all we got on the SmackDown side? I'm looking up and down this. How far into the round are we?
0: Uh, 11 minutes.
1: We still got four minutes?
0: Yeah. So, there's no. There's nothing. There's no Andrade versus Sinkara?
1: Nope. I mean, that could be added, I suppose. Pre show or something. Uh, I mean, that deserves much better than the pre show. But we spent a long time on the Raw one, and there are more Raw matches on this. I guess it makes sense, given that it's a three hour show. Was there anything we want to extrapolate on a little bit, or should we just call is it is there a there anything from
0: the Cruiserweights on this show?
1: Not on the Wikipedia page. The
0: cruiserweights are now fully self contained at 205
1: only. They're not on Raw at all, right? So not I guess on pay per
0: views. Fuck. That's so weird.
1: It is weird. Although, I bet you if they had a champ that. People cared about that. Might change. Yeah, they have been having some great matches,
0: though. I tell Who you cares? that. Match.
1: Who cares? Yeah. Who I watched the Buddy Murphy uh, Mustafa Ali match. I was the one in the chat saying that it was great, and it that Spanish Fly onto the tables was one of the most insane Incredible. spots I've seen this year. Uh, but ultimately, what is a good match if you don't care? We've talked about this so many times. Like, and, and I don't care. Yeah, you're right. Should we jump into some Lister questions, Jamal? Yeah, there's so many questions.
0: Left? Let's cut it short. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can make it through all these questions. We are in a bit of a time crunch. Yeah,
1: I, I have to go. I'm going to go see uh, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson vehicle skyscraper. I've already seen it. And what, can we get a 10-second JMO review?
0: Yes, I would give it three burning buildings out of a possible five burning buildings. <laughs> okay. It is literally the movie that you would get if you said, hey, uh, what if... <laughs> what What if the towering inferno was also diehard at the same time? Now you might but. hear that comparison and think to yourself, What is the Towering Inferno? To which I would say, you're probably better off just watching (laughs) the Towering Inferno. Just skip. But you know what is crazy is that Die Hard came out 30 years ago today. I refuse to believe that's true. Die Hard is 30 years old
1: today. Please stop lying to me.
0: Uh, And and a movie that is just Die Hard is coming out 30 years to the day plus one.
1: Well, tell me what's more right after that.
0: But uh, you know, this movie is a very straightforward throwback kind of classic actioner. There's a lot of like. Camp and cheese Intentional yeah. comedy in it uh, I laughed a lot At outrageously stupid things uh, The people who are evil Are like Over the top Outlandishly evil From the beginning Like none of the Heel turns are Even remotely surprising <laughs> If if I have any criticism Of the movie It is that it is Too straightforward
1: I feel like you couldn't Spoil this movie for no, me no, Like I feel like not. I know Exactly yeah, what Within happened. the
0: first Two scenes basically <laughs> Just through like heavy foreshadowing in dialogue and scenarios, Yeah, you know exactly, like, literally beat for beat, every single thing that's going to happen in the entire movie. <laughs> but I will say, still had a fun time watching it. That's what I'm hoping
1: for. Yeah. JMO, our first question of this week comes to us from our pal, TheZoobs, at the underscore Zoobs on Twitter, and he says, in honor of Juice Robinson winning the U.S. title, New Japan's, uh, which underutilized fine. just I for those Juice
0: robinson appeared on smackdown for those of you who may not and have seen smackdown. A triple threat juice robinson versus jeff hardy i'd be I more into it than with
1: cj parker <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure uh did you watch the juice title win i
0: haven't seen it no neither have but I. I did i did tell mike that that was going to happen and he was like no jay white is the best they'll never have him be pinned
1: Yeah, Jay White's not the best. No,
0: Jay White sucks
1: real bad. I don't even know if he sucks real bad. He's just—he reminds me of Cody in the WWE. That's just what exactly he reminds me of. Just like five out of ten everywhere. But
0: really, Mike, the only reason Mike likes Jay White—and I don't want to turn this into another Mike segment—I feel like you love these. uh, The only reason Mike likes Jay White is he went to Japan and he's obsessed with talking about how he went to Japan. Yeah, that's true. And while he was there, he went to a New Japan show that literally took place in a bowling alley, (laughs) and he saw Jay White. In a bowling alley. Yeah. And so every time he's seen him again, he's like, I saw that guy. I now have some emotional connection to him.
1: I mean, I feel like sometimes you get that with bands, right? Like, if you see a band in a small venue, you're like, oh, this is kind of my thing. But if the band goes mm. on to, like, suck, yeah. you shouldn't still say they're a good band. Yeah.
0: Like, if you saw, like, <laughs> uh, hmm, who's shitty now? Uh, if Kings saw, of Leon. You if, saw
1: if, them you in see... the Aha Shark, hey, Shake Heart?
0: No, no, no. Because I even think, like, to say that gives way too much credit to Jay White. Oh, Kings okay. of Leon had a, an era where they were great. They whipped out. I ass, will say yeah. Imagine Dragons. If you saw <laughs> Imagine Dragons in a bowling alley, yeah. and then they went on to be Imagine Dragons, you wouldn't be like, I feel emotional attachment to this band. To, like, I know there's a bunch of people who listen to us who are sports fans. Sure. So imagine like going to a WHL game. Josh, you and I go tomorrow to see the Vancouver Giants take on the oh, yeah. Everett Silvertips.
1: I've been to those.
0: And you see a player... Okay. on the ice yeah, not even a star player, not even like a projected first round pick, just a guy. just a guy. yeah. And then he gets taken in like the fifth round <laughs> of the draft, and like four years from now plays a NHL <laughs> game, like a single. And you saw him in an NHL game, you'd be like, "I feel an emotional attachment to this gentleman because I saw him <laughs> at the Langley <laughs> Event
1: Center five years ago. I- I, I think Jay White could get somewhere, though, right? Yeah, I mean, just, he's, he's, still, just... he's still
0: young. He just sucks.
1: But Justin, what underutilized WWE or NXT talent do you think would be better used in New Japan?
0: I mean, we just talked about Drew Gulak earlier. Oh, so wow. He's yeah. like the perfect... He's he, he, that, that would be a great one. I'd yeah, love to see like, Drew Gulak in New to Japan. To me, that is a guy who would shine in a true junior heavyweight division. Right. The cruiserweights in WWE are not the junior
1: heavyweights. They are certainly not. If
0: they were, like, Drew Gulak would be a bona fide star, which to a certain sect of people, ourselves included, he already is. Sure. But, like, like Drew Gulak against Hiromu. Drew Drew Gulak, I mean, Hiromu's Uh, dead right now. Yeah, rest of it. That's the only match I did
1: watch from from the Cow Palace show.
0: I I was furious with Dragon Lee over that. Like, how do you do that to someone? It was... I was really so
1: I watched it after knowing that yeah. it breaks his neck, and I, I hadn't seen like but have where you heard it happened. Update on his neck? No,
0: he, he does not require surgery. He was released from uh, from hospital. <laughs> wow, allowed to fly home to Japan, and does not require surgery, which means it will heal on its own in six to eight weeks.
1: That's got to be one of the toughest dudes ever, uh, Justin. I don't know. Yeah, like, he should be dead. I don't. Like, he
0: should. That should be like the the way people talk about like I remember watching when Austin and Owen went down, like that's that what was, we're talking about, yeah,
1: that's it was or the Goldberg. it kick. was horrific. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you can call him underutilized, but I'd love to see Lars Sullivan in New Japan. They don't have, like, the giant gaijin monster, which is something that throughout their history they've had quite a few of. There's just something I mean, about they, the way they... They, sh- they think Michael Elgin is that. Yeah. he's. But even, he's not, like, the specimen. He's not that big, yeah. Like, Lars Sullivan in, like, the red trunks, just the way they shoot New Japan, I could see him, like, zooming onto yeah. his head and, like, moving over the ring. And, like, he would seem... You know, like really something. So I'll say Lars Sullivan. I don't know if that's the most satisfying answer because he isn't underutilized really. But I, th- I think he would be tremendous.
0: Yeah. You know what? Uh, somebody wrote in with an answer as well. It's uh, Book of Lube who said yeah. uh, that the answer is Tyler Breeze. It's a great one. I, I can't argue with that yeah. either because I think, you know, he's a hilarious comic talent. Yep. He's very legitimately funny, which I did not think he was when he got called up and put into a comedy role. Uh, but he's a, he's a much better ring worker than what we've been given from him in the last year and a half to two years Also,
1: if If you do want to say that Lars isn't underutilized, uh, put Oney Lorcan in there because there's your North American King of Strong style. There we go. <laughs> Our next question comes to the aforementioned. All right, Jamo, this one's you. Sorry.
0: It comes to us from uh, the gentleman who I just talked about who uh, is going by Throbin Regeer right now yeah. at Book of Lube who yeah, says – He's Throbin
1: because he's a dick.
0: Does Rusev get the Alex Ovechkin pre-cup champion thing? Justin will have to explain this to Josh. Uh, he's where, so insulting. Where he's not getting the shot to be the guy he deserves to be just because he's not a good North American kid with a non-English first language. Okay. Uh, I th- I think there's a lot to this. So yes. what
1: is the pre-cup thing?
0: Basically, uh, before like everybody loves Alex Ovechkin now. Yeah. Because he plays the game. He's he, in an exciting way. He loves the game. He's been working hard for decades. Well, sure. like I don't know, it's been probably thir- but like a 13, long okay thirteen year journey at this point for Ovechkin. To this point, okay. uh, he finally won it, and and the and previously in the past he was despised because he was like the oh. arch rival of Sidney Crosby, and you can oh. only like one.
1: Okay, I see. Sort of like a messy Ronaldo thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. You
0: like you you have to pick one. Right, you can't appreciate the way both of them play This the sounds game. a lot like Messi Because one Aldo. of them's Canadian and he plays the game the right way with honor. Okay. And the other one is one of those dang Euros who's just such a flashy show-off.
1: Okay, so now he's beloved. So is... What was the... Qu- read the question now. Uh, that your, that f- your phone shut down. Uh, okay, the password's 1788. Well, good to know. Um... Oh, so is Rusev – so if Rusev wins, will he just be like fully embraced?
0: Yeah, is he or, – or, or is he basically in a similar situation where the only reason why he has not gotten this preferential treatment previously is that he is not a good Canadian kid or a North American guy with a English name and an English accent who does not, is not, does not have all these foreigner obstacles?
1: No, I don't think so. I do think so. Yeah.
0: Because, like, what do we talk about with Rusev all the time? That he has all the tools. Yeah, very f- That he well, can do pretty much everything. I think
1: he could be a better in-ring talent, but yeah.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I think he's certainly serviceable in the ring.
1: Definitely, yeah. Uh, good, even.
0: Yeah, yes, good. And, and great at everything else. Yeah. So if there was someone like, you know, I don't know, pick literally any, any, like, white bread fucking American wrestler on the roster. Sure. If they had all of the tools that Rusev did would they not be a much bigger star than Rusev has been?
1: It's a tough to say, but yeah, maybe, maybe. I say yes. It's tough because he gets he gets instantly put into like main event status by feuding with John Cena into your first mania, and he only gets that because he is evil Russian heel, and that's how he initially gets this super high watermark. And then on the other side of the coin... I think he's just been there's a there is a universe where he probably did hold the belt. It's just that they've been held one has been occupied by Brock Lesnar forever and I don't think anybody thinks he should have been holding it over AJ Styles. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: so he's not a universal champion but he is a multiversal champion. <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> good. Somewhere in the multiverse <laughs> he has received the push. He but I definitely I think
1: there's 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 a we'll never know for sure. There's definitely an argument for it. Yeah. Justin our next question here comes to us from our guy Blair Pacheco at Blair Pacheco. His name is Blair Oh, wait. Tranquilo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wait, do you want to do the yelling one for old time's sake? Sure. Blair Pachico! And Blair asks, has recently found his tranquilo. Yeah, I mean, as soon as he started watching, he found a whole new level of Zen. Uh, and he asks, If your boss told you you could have an entire extra week's holiday. If my balls told me? If your balls. Like, you're talking your testicles. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, the ones that create the <laughs> the cum. Yeah, the juice. Yeah, the... the, the Justin Jr. They got juice. They got the the. They got. I, got,
0: I call them my little Robinsons because they <laughs> got juice.
1: Well, that's it for me this week, folks. <laughs> Thanks for be hot, be spicy, taste great because you're Curry Man. All right, no, Justin, come I'll on. Let
0: you do no, no, come on. Right All right, Blair Pacheco asks if your boss told you you could have an extra week's holiday, but the stipulation was that you had to show him one match. To convince him how much fun wrestling is, which would it be? Not necessarily the best match, but one that would be fun and entertaining. And I would say, Blair, uh, I feel like I've answered this question in the past before because every time we talk about trying to make a fan out of the casuals, in fact, our whole exercise in trying to make a curriculum, Josh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Like the 10-match list that we made, was all built on trying to win over the casuals. Right. And there was – people have criticized our list for being like, how could you leave out this? Yeah. How could you leave out this? And it's difficult to try to measure storyline importance versus pure in-ring entertainment. Yeah, that's right. But I think the one match that has both that I have used in the past to try to win people can over I guess it? time and time again
1: – I think I can guess it. Is – The Rumble triple threat. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to not just point to that match here. In fact, I would almost say we should both have to think of another... uh, Of a different one. Because it does... It it encapsulates so much Mm -hmm. of wrestling. You instantly understand Brock Lesnar. You instantly understand John Cena. Mm -hmm. You instantly understand this opportunist Seth Rollins. Like, everyone is getting their character across... And wrestling as and they it should
0: combine in a wonderfully entertaining style. It's a great match. It's a wonderful match. It's probably the best match of this decade in WWE.
1: But I'm gonna go a different direction.
0: I have another match as well. Go ahead. And I feel like maybe we're gonna pick the same match here. Oh my goodness, that'd be funny because you talked about how uh, what we talked about earlier, the uh, the fights this week, Cormier, yeah. Miocic, the, uh, um, the the the. Run down to the ring from Lesnar. Yeah. Storm in the ring. You said that your apartment has never gone crazier than it was going That's in that true. moment. And I was not there to know exactly how crazy your apartment was going at that moment. Yeah. But I will dispute that proclamation. This would be the other one. Because I would have to say, I myself personally, as a wrestling fan, would have to go way back to like 98 or 99. Like, like, Early, early 2000, like, you know, being a kid watching on that level, I would have to go back to that kind of thing to get the kind of audible reactions that Andrade Cien yeah. versus Johnny Gargano got. And that is An another thing match. where even if you go in blind, as, for example, our friend John Cullen did. Yep,
1: you can understand who Candice LeRae is. You understand
0: who everyone is. Everyone's motivations and characters are completely clear, and my goodness, there is no bigger thrill than just some Ooh. of the false finishes in that match. And
1: again, Johnny Gargano is a guy who, in particular, and again, I'm not his biggest fan on earth, but like looking at him, you understand who he is. Mm-hmm. Like he gets that across. But like we were living and dying issue, on the false finishes. Oh of that yeah, match. and my, I like ma- matches don't get that. My really. only issue with that one is length. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, is a non fan going to stay engaged for 50 minutes? I get That's, a week
0: vacation. Yeah, if he likes it. That's right. I'm, I would have to pick that match for
1: me. I'm going to go with the uh, DIY versus Revival versus Authors of Pain triple threat. That's a good one too. Uh, just another one where the storyline is is understandable without context. You can jump in. Those are the Hosses. These two teams who don't like each other have to work together to stop this, and it creates an unholy alliance. Justin, our next question this week comes to us from Anders Lau at a loud brother, and he asks, "Who would you book as an interim Universal Champion?" And how would creative screw it up? So in Brock's absence, if they were to do an interim... I mean, they just shouldn't do that. Yeah. That would be my answer. They should not do interim titles in the WWE because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you were going to enforce the 30-day rule...
1: It just goes up for a tournament like they did with uh, when Rollins exactly. got Exactly,
0: But I mean, if, say... Say they just do the thing where like th- after the first brand split, they're just like Triple H is champion because why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Then it would be Roman, and and then I think creative already screwed it up from the beginning, <laughs> right? Because why would we want to see Roman get something that he did not earn? The whole yeah. point of why everyone hates Roman is that he's <laughs> constantly handed things that he well, has not earned.
1: Intern belts just—I just don't think they work in wrestling because you don't—it devalues. A character to be holding one. Absolutely. Like, it's like, oh, I'm the, you know who the actual guy is, but I'm going to come out here. I guess maybe a heel could do it. Maybe The Miz would make a good turn. Yeah,
0: that would be the only thing that would make sense, really, probably.
1: Yeah, I'll say The Miz or... Man,
0: if Brock came back <laughs> and was like, I hear you've been calling yourself champ while well, I've been gone. Yeah. I'd be super into that. So there we go.
1: Maybe that's the way to do it. The Miz gets the intern belt, and uh, Brock comes back and is furious about it.
0: All right. This next one comes to us from Rowdy Daddy Scoots Brodo. Rowdy. At Scoots Brodo, he says, Which wrestler or wrestlers has the most powerful big dick energy? Wow. BDE. So Justin, And wh- he says, Who has the weakest BDE?
1: Okay. So big dick energy, as I understand it, is just somebody that like exudes that they're packing a big hog. That
0: they just – they, they – uh, yeah, have a level of confidence that can only come from an enormous hog. Hmm.
1: This is I said Dean Ambrose on Twitter.
0: Yeah, because you're obsessed with him and he's, he's the titty master, and you know all, what is what is bigger
1: reasons. dick energy than being called the titty master? <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, who comes to mind for you. I've seen Seth Rollins, average dick energy.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, as far as who is, like the weakest big dick energy? Oh yeah. I, th- I, I would say... The Miz? I was going to say Mojo Rawley.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, that is the man...
1: Just overcompensating who, who left trying and right. so hard. Oh, Mojo and his a small way, penis. The, like,
0: you know... You really understand that less is more <laughs> if you have more than less. That's <laughs> what I will say.
1: More like Nojo Marali. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mojo's a great pick of release because it's just like the overcompensating. How about, uh, how about Neville? He has like a silent confidence about him.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose. And you know who I'm going to say? Who? Tommaso Champa. Oh, Tommaso Ciampa
1: definitely is big dick energy.
0: I agree with that. It's just something. He just has this exuding presence yeah. uh, that, I mean, I think comes from being a despicable heel, also. Sure, yeah, yeah. But uh, the fact that he's able to do it so much of it through, like, silence means it's just, like, what he gives off. Yeah. And, baby, what he gives off is that big dick energy. Uh, my
1: answer I can't believe I didn't say this. It's I'm trying to see I would be shocked if he has a small P. I mean, I would be so blown away mm-hmm. to find out that he's even less than a foot.
0: Also, Big E. Big E oh, for yeah. sure has that BD. Uh, big D-E. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: J-Boy, you want to hit me with – oh, wait, this D-E. one's me. Sorry. Yeah. Our next question this week comes to us from Jess Lorman, at Jess Lorman on Twitter.
0: Wife of Doug, Doug Crap, which I suppose makes her Jess, Jess Crap.
1: <laughs> and then she asks – who do you think are some of the worst characters, past and present? For instance, Kyrie Zane's pirate character and the gobbledygooker are two that come to mind, in my opinion. I like
0: Kyrie Zane.
1: I like Kyrie Zane, too. I think the gimmick sucks. I think the
0: gimmick, she's like a, she's like, she, I've said this before, she looks like she just stepped out of uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts.
1: I think you like that and I don't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But I feel like you like Kingdom Hearts more than I do also, though. That's, so that's true. Weird.
1: But sometimes you don't want your worlds to, to fully bleed into each <laughs> Isn't other. Isn't that the entire appeal <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts? That was the joke, bud. <laughs> the entire thing is the bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Kyrie Sane... Maybe I shouldn't say that I... I think Kyrie Sane with a different gimmick and Book Differently is a superstar. And I feel like she is limited by this gimmick. She can always be beloved by the hardcore fan base. But can she ever get over to the masses with pulling out that telescope and the wheel in her head? I, I don't say think
0: so. The wheel is unnecessary. The wheel is for
1: sure. sure un- what does it do? Nothing. Explain the wheel to me.
0: Just part of her look. Yeah, well,
1: it fucking sucks is what it is. She's. It's
0: She's Japanese lady Jack Sparrow, bud.
1: I hate Jack Sparrow. I hate Johnny Depp.
0: I also hate Johnny Depp. That's uh, uh Weren't you
1: just saying that you love anyway. Uh so are there any are there any other gimmicks that come to mind that uh were were very weak or held down the character? Uh, uh, one comes to mind for me if you need a second.
0: Um Weak gimmick. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, Fandango. Oh, there you go, that's a great one. Fandango is a gr like as a as a as a like what is even his name Johnny something
1: like yeah Johnny is uh, Johnny uh, oh my goodness how do I not remember this yeah Johnny something uh, a great example because at the time when he came in and debuted he would have been one of the better in ring guys you had on the rock nah, maybe not on the roster but this was yeah. pre cruiserweight pre like indification of great, WWE great
0: worker like, yeah can work a very cool style that's a good one. Um, Johnny Curtis, I think. His name is actually Curtis okay. Jonathan. Yeah, Cur- Johnny
1: Curtis is right. Um, uh,
0: yeah, Johnny Curtis was his was his ring name for a little while there. Great worker, but also super funny guy, as we've come to know yep. through both his work in Fashion Files and uh, Southpaw. Yep. And, and like, he, oh, right. dude, f- a flying leg drop, which yeah. we never get to see hardly ever at all anymore. Yeah. He rarely does it. He's on the shelf right now for six months. Oh, um, is he hurt? Yeah, very unfortunate. Bugger. Um, but, yeah, that, that's a guy, like... Like, it's crazy, it's crazy that his debut was at WrestleMania yeah. against Chris Jericho, and that he won
1: it. Yeah, uh, him and Ronda are like the only two people in 20 years, it's crazy. So
0: that's nuts on its own, but also just like, man, there, there's like, you could have done so many things with that, and instead you just saddled him with a gimmick that he could never overcome.
1: I'm gonna go uh, Mex America, Alberto Del Rio. Uh, you bring back this guy, you have him kick John Cena upside the head, ending the open challenge, and then you have him entered the most convoluted, ununderstandable character slant ever. I still don't know what Mex America is, was, or will be. So death to Mex America. Just our final question this week comes to us from Fruits are edible, the Brewmaster,
0: our friend Craig Tamble. He says if they pull a Montreal screw job on Lesnar how many people does he legit injure in the aftermath <laughs> a lot this is comes from something i think that uh somebody asked um, uh, Brock Lesnar, or not, no, they wouldn't ask Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right. they, they asked Dave Meltzer, Okay. Uh, do you think they go screwjob to get the belt off of him? And People Dave's, are so stupid. And Dave's <laughs> response was, do you really want to legitimately anger Brock Lesnar in front of a live audience?
1: Yeah, you for sure don't. He's going to grab a car door and launch it into them.
0: Holy fuck, he, he is
1: the Hulk. So, are we going to give an actual answer to this? If he screwjob, how many people do you think he would hurt i think he to the would back.
0: come after vince legitimately
1: do you think so yes i think the ref is for sure getting something gnarly happened to him
0: uh i think yeah i think anyone within reaching distance <laughs> is, getting, is getting something gnarly happening to them yeah i'd like think about when he took that knee to the head from braun and then got
1: up and punched braun in the face uh, like, everybody's taking that brawn punch. That's that that's for sure true. Uh, Justin, I forgot, last week we got a question that we didn't get to. Uh, it comes to us from Ricky M. at Real Richmer. Oh, my buddy Rich Marinsky. Look at this. Uh, and he just wants us to talk about our favorite pay-per-view sets of all time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Backlash has to be up there. Backlash when, when, 2000, the swinging hooks. We talked about this with John Cullen a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. That's like one of the ones that jumps out at me as having a very distinct look.
1: Recency bias, maybe, but but last year's Mania with the coaster behind really comes to mind. Oh, absolutely. It's a great Certainly one. Certainly very cool. Is it Armageddon that had the fist coming out, Armageddon 2005? It's like red and it has a big fist coming out of it.
0: Uh, Armageddon 2005? Yeah. Specifically 2005. It might have just
1: been Armageddon. That
0: they just kept reusing, yeah, time and time I could, and again.
1: I could be mistaken here too, but there's one that has like almost the SmackDown fist, but it has like a red background and fire behind it. That one was kind of sick.
0: Uh,
1: I'm trying to get a look at the set here. Yeah, bugger. Well, either way, those are those are some that come to mind. And Justin, we actually have one super late entry which we can get to, even though I have to leave in one minute. If you want to do it, Justin, sure. Comes to us from. No one had a,
0: gre- a great set actually. Capital punishment.
1: What's the set? I can't even... It looks like the White House. Yeah, I forgot about that. That is sick. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. I miss the sets, man. I really do. And
0: also, uh, the King of the Ring, which I think was 2001, where the entire staging area was like an electric chair, basically. Ah. That was super dope also.
1: Justin, our true final question this week comes to us from our sponsor, Coca-Cola LLC.
0: Our gender (laughs) fluid listener. Our gender fluid listener, (laughs) whose gender is is also a a fluid.
1: Fluid. Uh, And he asks, what non-submission moves would be most and least effective in a real fight? Non-submission moves. Yeah, so Jack Aller's headbutt would be one of the most effective.
0: I think the DDT is an effective move on some level.
1: Yeah, if somebody's already dazed, I guess you could pull them down. If
0: you're bigger than the person you're hitting it on. Yeah, I guess
1: that's true. Because
0: like, I am definitely, whoever I do it to, unless they're enormous, is definitely going to fall under the weight of me pulling them.
1: Yeah, that's true
0: and i am also just dropping them square on their head it's an effective move how about least effective there's so many uh, <laughs> there's, there's
1: no end to what would be a not effective wrestling with l- um, yeah the outside, red arrow outside,
0: outside of holds <laughs> yeah most holds for sure yeah. are uh, the stf yeah the stf is definitely oh wait non submission uh, i'll know, say
1: i'll say the red arrow yeah probably correct it's like, it's no more effective than just jumping on a guy. True. In fact,
0: if anything, just jumping on a guy might be more effective. I think it
1: probably would be more effective. Because,
0: like, you have more, like, straight up and down momentum. Um, that's funny. The F-
1: All fireman's carry moves, the F5, the attitude adjustment, are impossible. So all of those.
0: Yeah. Uh, Russian leg sweep. How dare you.
1: <laughs> and that will do it! I well, did this again two weeks yeah. in a row. It's because both weeks I was just listening to real good, and then I hear. Yeah, you I don't give. even
0: say. I say I don't even think I say that on this show.
1: No, you don't. It's yeah. just me hearing you on your other show. And you're
0: like, this is how he wraps up episodes. That's right. So maybe, what?
1: what, what maybe we need because we have a dedicated opening, mm-hmm. and we have the very end thing yeah. with the curry man. Do we need something that signals that we're going home? What we really need to do is not talk about
0: this on the air.
1: <laughs> Can't
0: think of anything less interesting.
1: <laughs> but how about all of your anecdotes about being tired? <laughs> Those seem like good ones for oh, less. Oh, dude! When I screamed
0: about recycling. People loved that when I went off on neoliberalism last week. I do love that. I want to say, yeah. I my favorite thing was discovering that like pretty much all of our listeners are just as socialist as
1: I would hope. We text about this. I cannot believe—not cannot believe—but my heart is warmed that we can come out here and say things like, "All centrists are morons." Socialism. Mm -hmm. What is it? Socialism is the only way, baby. Is what you said?
0: Yeah, that right wingers disgust me, and centrism is death. It's nothing. It's not progress. You, it's literally
1: nothing. You also said some very cruel things about our prime minister. I very much did. Justin, if was, you're listening.
0: I was bang on correct, I think, in everything that I said, by the way. Oh, you agree with you? Yeah, I do agree with me. <laughs> I'm looking at the Armageddon you set. You just set. shit
1: on Mike Noble and then you're going to pull up. Uh, I actually think I made a great point.
0: I'm looking at the Armageddon set right now. I don't know if this is 2005 necessarily, but it looks like a desiccated old castle. Oh, that sounds dope. It's, it's pretty cool. It's not the one I was thinking of, but it's, it does it's sound It's like dope. an old castle, and it's a it's burning. It's, well, Justin. Pretty pretty nuts.
1: For, uh, for us this week, I will just say that uh, please go out there and rate and review the show. Help us in the iTunes algorithms. It helps us a great deal. We haven't asked in a while, so if you're one of our new listeners, which the numbers support that you do exist in, uh, you know, at least some reasonably big capacity. So, please, go rate us. Tell a friend. All those fun things. Yeah. And uh, if for some reason you want to hear even more of Justin and I, you can always head on over to patreon.com slash topmarks. Yes. And until next week, be hot.
0: Be spicy. Taste great. Because you're man. Worldwide.
1: I don't even have I, time for banter. I probably could have held that note a little longer. You should but have. I've just
0: figured you probably have to leave.
1: I didn't. <laughs> you were going to go for <laughs> another minute. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, a little bit of banter back and forth. Hey, yeah, go oh, go wait, go. Wait,
0: wait. <laughs> oh, this is how we end the show. What?
1: <laughs> Titus Worldwide!